Welcome back to the MHNR 2018 podcast. Um, this is Andre and Vanessa from Beyond the Room, uh, and we're here with Jonathan Gadsby, uh, Critical Mental Health Nurses Network. Jonathan, you've just given a really great keynote presentation. H- how are you feeling now? I'm glad it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fine otherwise. Went down really well in the room, I think. Really kind of engaged audience, and we could have had a three-hour workshop at the end of it discussing what you said. So my first question, um, why do you believe that mental health nurses should conscientiously object to being involved in forced treatment or coercion? Yeah, I'm really glad you've asked the question that way because that is, you, you know, I, I, I can't answer it in that format. Uh, I believe that forced treatment is highly controversial and has been made much more controversial by um, more nursing education, a greater understanding of a variety of valid perspectives other than the one that is used to justify forced treatment, and a changing ethical context on the, on the one hand. On the other hand, I think the mental health service has itself changed. It has become smaller, it's become more coercive, and the use of the Mental Health Act has changed. It's grown, it's expanded into the community. The issues are um, such that it is quite reasonable, to my way of thinking, that a personally and professionally reflective nurse, mental health nurse, who's been to university and got a degree would now become very troubled, more troubled than before in this context. Troubled to an extent which is understandable and that may, depending on our kind of collective conversation that we need to have about this, may lead people to feel that we should have the right to conscientiously object from enforcing treatment. I was just thinking that um, I used to um, be a ward manager many years ago of a ward where obviously we had lots of people, it was an all-male ward, Mm -hmm. a lot of people were admitted and detained under the Mental Health Act. Um, But that would be very different to um, an area that I might have worked in in the community where there wouldn't be that same expectations for nurses to be directly involved in in forcibly giving treatment. So I'm just thinking from a systems perspective, um, is it possible that um, if you're a leader working in healthcare, is it also about looking at where the best place is for someone. So if somebody wants a career on um, an acute ward, this issue is going to be much more of an issue than the community. So I began as an acute nurse, as many do after I qualified. Mm-hmm. I was involved in um, enforcing treatment at that time, both on the wards that I worked on and being called to other wards in the unit. Um, I have a lot of those memories. I certainly haven't been separate from this personally and you know I didn't like it Mm. I found a community job after uh, a year and nine months of working in two different acute places and since that time I have never uh, been involved in control and restraint my training lapsed there was no need for it etc etc and now uh, I've become a tutor at a um, within a school of nursing at a university so Some might say, well, haven't I already conscientiously objected then? Haven't I voted with my feet? Yeah. Conversely, what I've done is left all the violent bits to people who've thought about it less, 
who may have read about it less and might care about it less, I don't know. Um, so we could say that we have a system in which um, we are complicit in all of these things being done by uh, the people who are most easily manipulated into it. Um, so we could say that my uh, voting with my feet doesn't solve the problem. It's a rather cowardly uh, solution. It, these are going to be the kinds of things mm. that we will have to talk about um, if we are to get to a consensus that we should campaign for this right. There's such a wide spectrum, isn't there, of coercive practice uh, in mental health. You know, you, you, you have physical restraint. You pin somebody down and you know, people have died in that situation and people have died because they weren't restrained. Mm-hmm. Um, we have forced medication for people. But then you also have a gentle touch on the elbow of a patient from a nurse saying, would you like to come and sit down, which could be perceived as coercive practice. Where do you draw the line with this? Yeah, I mean, people have tried to um, talk about this issue in a number of ways, um, about um, uh, things being direct violence or indirect or structural violence. Or there, There's all kinds of ways of talking about this, and the distinctions between them break down. They do. So... Uh, yeah, to, to focus on the moment of forced treatment is in some ways false. In other ways, is the most valid. You know, it, I, think, I think these are conversations that people will definitely want to have. Um, nevertheless, there are things that, that do make it distinctive. They are the memories I have, important memories, when I finished an acute they were dreams that I experienced. They are the things that shock nurses, student nurses the most when they come into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are the things that um, we find very difficult as a profession and as individuals. I think for a lot of mental health nurses, they are prepared to understand that mental health is a complex and nuanced um, subject, but they find their strongest and most simplest faith in a very medicalized way of thinking immediately preceding and following forced treatment. In other words, all of the nuances collapse to a very simple story uh, at that moment. I think that's very telling. I think it's part of our kind of collective dissociation from that experience. So there are lots of reasons to see forced treatment as being part of a spectrum of coercion that we should be talking all all of us should be talking about the whole thing there's also lots of reasons to focus on that moment and to ask questions about it I think We're focusing a lot on um, individual clinicians but I'm interested in um, what we can do as services organisations so UK wide and, and beyond really around this topic so not just um, looking at individual practitioners and being able to conscientiously object but what can we do as a a mental health system to change the culture and the way that we practice me too Mm. um i don't i don't know how it's going to work i don't know how it can work at this moment and um i think Um, it would be really weird if one person, me, tried to take this forward. That's already not true. 
Uh, I'm representing a lot of people that I've spoken with this week and uh, over the last few years. But um, yeah, it would we, we need to have um, a lot of conversation. So just to be clear, my talk was not calling for the right for conscientious objection from forced treatment. It was calling for a new conversation about that possibility and saying um, that as a result of nurses going to universities and becoming increasingly educated, this was always going to happen. We were always going to start asking some of these difficult questions as we found an array of different and valid perspectives about this. This was always going to happen. Nothing special about me. Nothing, you know, it was, it was a, it, I, I see it as being um, about our increasing education as a profession. Um, and so I think, yeah, we need to, 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 to have a really wide conversation about this. I thought it was really interesting because we started the conference by talking about being critical friends to each other at the event and listening to talks and making critical observations, um, which isn't, in my experience, the sort of thing that happens very much at nursing research conferences. It happens a lot more at psychiatry conferences and psychology conferences. Um, And you obviously finished by talking about critical thinking in nursing, so there was a nice kind of completion there. Um, I also thought the point that Alan Simpson made was really interesting about... um, nurses kind of traditionally passing the buck when it comes to this, that they blame the system or that they blame psychiatrists, and that actually this conversation you're suggesting um, potentially gives nurses an opportunity to take control of this. Yes, I mean, is that, is that part of this for you? I think it's reasonable. If you give someone a degree, you make them an autonomous professional, you can't then say that this thing that is so hot, so complex is something they just have to get on with. It is, it is only reasonable that they should be allowed to focus in a, in a critically-minded way on their own practice and be um, able to test it for themselves. And uh, it's not just reasonable, it's a matter of personal and professional integrity. I see nothing about this which in any way is kind of maverick or weird or... A radical. My NMC code requires me to behave in this manner, I think, and so does a degree. Uh, so for me, um, yeah, this is, this is pretty establishment thinking from a university, and it's um, only if it has any kind of um, sense of shock about it, that says much more about the mental health system and the situations that ordinary nurses find themselves in than it does about the topic or the need to think about it. And if people are listening to this and they're interested in finding out more and getting involved, what should they do? Okay, yeah, perfect, because um, this can't be taken forward by just a few people. We need to hear from all kinds of people. Um, This is a really important topic. There are no casual bystanders, um, and um, we need to handle it sensitively with as many, including as many different Um, ideas and questions as possible so uh, the critical mental health uh, nurses network has a website which is criticalmhnursing.org and on the front page of that as of yesterday is a little invitation um, to take part in this conversation and and how you can identify yourself um, to the network so that we can work out the best way forward with that we don't know yet Great. Thanks a lot for talking with us. It's a pleasure. Thank you.